Hey ladies, welcome to the 18-Minute Revolution, a podcast whose focus is on transforming the lives of women so they can dream again, hope again, and live a life on their own terms. I am your host, Pastor P, two-time award-winning author and literary strategist. I teach emerging storytellers how to tap into their creativity, turn those words into stories that transforms the lives of others. The 18-Minute Revolution is empowering, inspiring, and created to push you to the next level. Welcome once again to another episode of the 18-Minute Revolution. In today's episode, the title is The Fight for the Souls of Mankind. The Fight for the Souls of Mankind. And I'm going to start with Deuteronomy 20. In your reading, read uh, verses 1 through 20, but I'm not going to read all those verses in this episode. So it starts like this. When thou goest out to battle against thy enemies and see horses and chariots and a people more than thou, be not afraid of them, for the Lord thy God is with thee, which brings thee up out of the land of Egypt, and shall say unto them, Hear, O Israel, you approach this day unto battle against your enemy. Let not your hearts faint. Fear not. Do not tremble. Neither be terrified because of them. For the Lord thy God, for the Lord your God is he that goes with you to fight for you against your enemy to save you. In verse 16, it reads, but of the cities of these people, which the Lord thy God goes to give thee for inheritance, thou shalt save nothing alive that breathes. God said, kill them all. In verse 17, but thou shalt utterly destroy them, namely the Hittites and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Parasites and the Hivites and the Jezebites, as the Lord thy God has commanded thee. So here we have God giving them a charge. And he says in verse 20, in verse 1, when you go out against when you go out to battle against the enemy, first of, first of all, God tells us you're going to be in battle. You're going to be in battle with the enemy. And when you see horses and chariots and a people more than you, do not be afraid. That is the first thing the enemy will try to inflict upon the people of God when they go into battle is to invoke fear upon them. Fear torments us. Fear stops us right in our tracks. But God said, don't be afraid of them. Don't be afraid of when you see that there are more for you, uh, more against you. Don't be afraid when it appears like God is not there. Don't be afraid when you go out to battle and it feels like you are all alone. God says, don't be afraid of them for the Lord thy God is with you. God said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I am with you which brings you which will which will bring you out of the land of Egypt 
The land of Egypt was a land of, of, of promise. It was a land of blessing, but it was also a land that they had to fight for. He said, I'm going to bring thee out of the land of bondage. And you shall say, Hear, O Israel, when you approach this day against your enemies, let not your heart faint. Fear not and don't be, don't be afraid. Do not tremble. Neither be terrified because of them. Never let your enemies see you sweat. Never let your enemies see you sweat because the first time they see you sweat, they'll feel like they got the upper hand. It's no different when you're around a dog, an animal. They can sense fear. They can sense fear. And when they sense that you are afraid, they will attack. I'm telling you, do not fear. God saying, do not fear. Yes, we're going to be in battle. Yes, it's going to be, uh, it, it may be difficult and it will be difficult. But God says, I am with you. But then God says something very um, strategic here. God says something in verse 16 where he says, the people that occupy the land that I want for you, that I have given you, that these people, you got to kill them all. You got to kill everything and destroy everything that is operating and that is possessing or appears to be possessing on your inheritance, possessing your land. God says, I don't want you to look at those people and feel sorry for them. He told the children of Israel, when you go out to fight, God says, don't save none alive. That means anything that is breathing, God said, I want you to kill that, kill them. And God began to name off all the, the, uh, the ites that were coming against the children of Israel. Every last one of them, God says, but you shall utterly destroy. That means that you do not leave anyone alive. Why? Because if we feel sorry for our enemy, if they felt sorry for these people, for these, for the enemies, all the enemy would, was going to do was multiply again, build another army again that was going to continue standing against the children of God. But God says, I need for you to smite them all. When the children of Israel were fighting against the people, uh, the people, uh, when the children of Israel were in battle, they were fighting against land or fighting about land and property and territory and family. They were fighting to possess these, uh, you know, tangible things. But you and I know that we're in a spiritual battle. You know, we're in a spiritual battle when we fight we're not fighting against one another. We're not fighting against our family and our brothers and our sisters. When we're in a fight, we're in a conflict, yes. And we and some of us are struggling right now because we're in a conflict because we think we're fighting against our flesh and blood, but the Bible says we're not fighting against flesh and blood. No, we're fighting against principalities and powers and rulers in high places. These, This is the fight for the souls of mankind. We're fighting against spiritual hosts in wickedness in high places. Paul says this in Ephesians 6 and 11, put on the whole armor of God that you will be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Ephesians 6 and 12 says this, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers. The Bible says uh, the strong concordance reads, reads it like this. 
Rulers are demons, Lord of the world, prince of the air, of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. There are some things that are going on in the in the heavenly realms that are fighting, 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 fighting for the souls of mankind. And whatever is going on in heaven, in the heavenly realm, as, as people of God, we need to be fighting and praying in the Holy Spirit, praying in the Holy Ghost for the souls of mankind, because there is a battle that is going on here uh, on the earth. But the battle first is going on in the heavenly realm. Wiles. The Bible says, wiles of the devil, wiles, strong concordance says they lie in wait to deceive. They lie in wait to deceive. Paul says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, against the deception, the deception, the deception of the devil, the tricks, the trickeries, the deceits that comes to defeat you. He's waiting to defeat you and I. But the Bible also says that God has given us an armor. He has given us an armor. He told us to put on the full armor of God. Put on the full armor of God. Spiritual wickedness, strong uh, concordance reads it like this. It is evil purpose and desires, malice, immorality, iniquity. This is what's going on in America. This is what's going on in our nation. These are the things that's what's going on in our nation. And God is causing or God is calling intercessors to come and intercede against the spiritual host in high places. The spiritual host in, in, in the heavenly places. God is causing is calling us to intercede and come against and fight against all this wickedness that is going on in our land, in our nation. It is the fight for the souls of mankind. And I encourage you. I call you into prayer. I call you into prayer like never before. Go deeper in your prayer life. Go deeper in your in your uh your 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 time of intercession. Go deep and start travailing and start praying for the souls of mankind because we are at a place in America that if we don't call out to God. If we don't come back to God, if we don't come back to our first love, then it's going to get worse and worse and worse. The days of God are coming back. They're coming. He's coming back. He's coming back quickly because the days are getting worse and worse and worse. But there is a remnant. There is a remnant of people who are crying out to God and I'm calling you and I'm employing you to be part of that remnant to call out to God. Utterly destroy the things that come to occupy your territory, come to occupy your land. If wickedness is going on in your home, wickedness is going on in your neighborhood, in your environment, on your job, if you know and you are discerning, pray for discernment. Pray that God would open up your eyes that you will see the things in the spirit. Our fight is not against flesh and blood. It's not against my neighbor. It's not against my, my supervisor. It's not against my, my husband and my spouse and my children. No, it is something deeper than that. It is spiritual host in high places, things that we people, it's invisible foes that we can't see. 
see, but we know by the spirit of God, when God reveals these things to us by the spirit of God, this is how we pray. We pray in the spirit of God. We pray in the Holy Ghost and we use the weapons of our warfare. They are not carnal. They're mighty in God full of pulling down of strongholds. Use your weapons. Use your weapons. You, we have great arsenal of weapons that we have at our disposal. We have to employ them. We have to use them. For the souls of mankind, do not give your family up to the enemy. Do not give your children up to the enemy. Do not give your relationships up to the enemy. Your marriages, don't give them up to the enemy. Your health, don't give it up to the enemy. Don't give any of these up to the enemy. Don't weaken in your faith. Rise up and be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Rise up, men and women. Rise up in this time. Rise up to your rightful place and hold fast and contend earnestly for the faith that you have been entrusted with. Earnestly contend, 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 uh, contend for the faith that has been given and deposited within you. Attention aspiring authors, faith-based leaders, women of faith, coaches, and thought leaders. Everyone has a story to tell. Don't let anyone else tell your story. Our stories and experiences in life are not for us, but for others. Your story is the answer to someone's problem or pain. Why keep it to yourself? Share it with the world. Someone is waiting on you to tell it. Would you like to finally get your book written and published so that you can use your expertise to monetize and build a sustainable and profitable business? Are you ready to have your voice heard, your story read, and earn money in the process? If your answer is yes, I've created something I know can help you do just that. It's the Storytellers Academy Toolkit. This downloadable toolkit is filled with cheat sheets, checklists, templates, and more. Inside the toolkit, you'll learn how to use story mapping that will help you outline your story in less time. Be given ideas on creating a marketing plan from the ideal bank filled with 20 plus ideas on ways to promote your book before, during, and after publication. Not sure how to get your book copywritten? Don't worry, we've got you covered with this cheat sheet that gives you the step-by-step -step process on how to get it done. This toolkit is valued at over $1,200, but is priced for only $37. Visit storytellersacademy.org toolkit and download the $37 toolkit today. I'm going to read Ephesians 6 and 13. I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Bible. And it says, therefore, put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day, the evil day of danger. And having done to all the crisis demand and having done all the crisis demand to stand firmly in your place. Stand, therefore, hold your ground. Do you not realize that every day we're, we get every day we get up, we're supposed to put on this whole armor of God. It's no different than getting up and changing your clothes every day. You don't put on the same clothes two days in a row. No, you put you you get up and you put on a fresh pair of clothes. 
Well, you have to get up every morning or every day and purpose to put on your, your full armor. That means that we're in a, in a battle every day. We are in a fight every day. Yeah, we're in a fight for our lives. We're in a fight for our own wills. We're in a fight for, for our minds. We're in a fight for our health. We're in a fight for our prosperity. We're in a fight for our prosperity. For, for our homes, we're in a fight for our children, we're in a fight for our relationship, for our marriages, we're in a fight. We are in a continual fight every single day. So every day I have to wake up and I have to put on the whole armor of God for the for the purpose of me withstanding and standing, uh, resisting the enemy and standing my ground. In, in verse 14, it says, stand therefore and hold your ground, having tightened the belt of truth. There is a day in which we're living in that people are going to believe a lie versus the truth. A lie to people is going to be the truth, but to the people of God, a lie is a lie, and we're supposed to call out lies. We are supposed to speak to lies, and we speak it based on the word of God. We speak power to lies. We speak the truth of God's word to that lie. We're living in a day where people are being dis, dis, deceived. People are believing, a, the uh, people are taking a lie and, and turning it into the truth. The Bible said that the days are coming in which we are living in right now. And you would think that people would know the people of God would know a truth from a lie. You know why people are being deceived? Because they want to follow after the lie. They want to follow after uh, the delusion. They are being delusioned by this spirit because this is what they want to believe. They want don't want to believe the word of God. They don't want to believe the truth of God's word. So when we don't apply the truth, and learn the truth and be discerners of the things of the spirit, then we are falling prey to the enemy who comes to spew lies. But Paul tells us, having tightened your belt of truth, that means that you have to walk in truth, live in truth, be about truth. And when a lie comes to you, you are supposed to dispel the lie and you are supposed to have it around your loins and having put on the breastplate of integrity. And moral rectitude, when we don't put on and tighten up truth, then that means we give way to not being having a, a mind or a heart of integrity, and we don't have morality anymore. Why? Because we have adopted the lie. We, we chose to believe the lie. When we don't walk in the truth, we have no integrity. When we don't walk in the truth, we have no uh, moral rectitude. Our America is here. America is at a place where there is no integrity anymore. There is no moral rectitude anymore. Why? Because we have, have, have given over to the lies of the enemy. And then verse 15, it says, and having shod your feet with the, with the preparation to face the enemy with firm footed stability, the promptness and the readiness produced by the good news of the gospel, having shone your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And then he says, above all, above all, taking on the shield of faith. In, uh, in the Amplified, it says, lift up over all the covering your shield of saving faith upon which you can quench quench all the flaming missiles of the wicked one. 
flames of, of the missiles of the wicked ones are going to come to you and I. But Paul tells us that it is our faith that's going to quench the, all the fiery darts of the enemy. It is our faith that is going to move the hand of God. It is our faith that is going to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. It is our faith that we need, but we have to put on the breastplate of righteousness. We have to have the truth that uh, that we are living in. This is the only way we're going to be able to resist and stand and hold our ground in these dark and evil days. And then Paul tells us in verse 17, and then we take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. We yield it by the word of the living God. This is our weapon of warfare. This is how we fight the enemy in the battle. It is not on our own. God has given us the arsenal right here and he had laid it out uh, for us in Ephesians chapter 6 and 13 through 17. And then verse 18 says, pray at all times. Come on, pray at all times on every occasion, in every season, in the spirit with all manner of prayer. We need the prayers of the saints going for pray at all times on every occasion. This time in which we're living in now, with, this is so much, we need, we need the prayers of God, the prayers of the saints going before God. Because this is the season in which God is calling us, calling us, calling us back to pray at all times, praying now, earnestly praying, earnestly praying and seeking the face of God and calling out, calling out to God. It is deep going into deep. It is deep going into deep. And God tells us here through the, through Paul, he tells us that we're supposed to put on this whole armor of God constantly every single day so we'll be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. This is the fight for the souls of mankind. This is the fight for the souls of mankind. Hell has been released. Hell is enlarging, the Bible says, that hell is constantly enlarging. Do you know what that means? That means that the enemy is bringing people into hell every single day. People are dying and going to hell every single day. It is constantly getting larger and larger and larger because people are, are not receiving Christ. People are not coming to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. People are not getting, uh, getting, uh, getting filled with the Holy Spirit, people are falling sway of the enemy. People are falling, uh, are falling, uh, are going after their own desires and their own lust. But most importantly, people are not coming to the saving knowledge of God and people are dying in their sin. This is why hell is enlarging. And the only way, the only thing and the, the, the people that God uses here on earth is you and I to snatch people out of hell. And the only way that we can snatch people out of hell is to pray, is to pray and earnestly contend for the faith that has been given unto us. We pray, saints of God, but we earnestly pray. There are targeted prayers that we must, we must send into the heavenly realm and we uh, as people of God, 
God has given us the, the, the mantle of warfare. He has given us the mantle to put on every single day and pray against the enemy, pray against the enemy. I don't want, I don't want my children to die and go to hell. I don't want my loved ones to die and go to hell. I don't want my neighbors to die and go to hell. If I know they're not saved, I don't want them to die and go to hell. I want them to come to know Jesus. And that comes from me praying on their behalf. I implore you. I implore you, ask God to birth intercession into you, birth prayer into you like never before. America is at a crossroads right now. America is at a crossroads right now. The people voted for uh, a person for 45 to come into uh, to be the president. You cannot tell me that that man is of God. He is not of God. He is not of God. He is not of God. And if I offend you as you're listening to this, I don't apologize. He is not of God. But what he, but what God is doing with him being in office, he is exposing the wickedness that is going on in the hearts of the people of God. He is exposing our neighbors. He is exposing people that sit with us in church. He is exposing people that smile in our face and say that they got us back. They got our back. He is exposing the unfruitful works of darkness that has been laying dormant here in America. He is using him for that. And I truly believe that. But but even in that, let me tell you something. God still wants us to pray against that. The glory of God, the Bible says that where grace abound, where sin abound, grace does much more abound. Where sin abound, grace does much more abound. And we're living in a time and a season where there is a lot of sin here in America. There is a lot of sin and judgment is going to fall upon us. But judgment is going to start with the house of in the house of God. Judgment is going to start by us. God is going to continue exposing the unfruitful works that's hiding and that are lurking in the churches. He's going to continue exposing that so that you and I, as people of God, can be more equipped, not only in prayer, but be discerners of those things and those people and know the intents of those people's heart and not follow them anymore. So yeah, God is using 45 to expose the unfruitful works of darkness here in, in America, the hatred in people, the hatred in people, the hatred in people ha has been exposed even more. And so it's, it's up, it's, it's up to you and I to come against that, to come against that. And I encourage you, I encourage you, don't fear don't be afraid. Don't tremble at the works of darkness because you know what? Every giant will fall. Every giant will fall. So I encourage you, if you see it, kill it. If you see it, kill it in the spirit. If you see it, kill it. Fight for the souls of mankind. Hey there, my beautiful sisters. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 18-Minute Revolution. For more information about me, my books, or my services, or if you are an aspiring author and you need help publishing your book, I would love the opportunity to speak with you. Please visit me at my website, 
www.paulettharper.com. I want to leave you with this scripture, Psalm 66, verse 12 from the Passion Translation. It reads, you've allowed our enemies to prevail against us. We pass through fire and flood. Yet in the end, you always bring us out better than we were before, saturated with your goodness. Until next time, keep pressing.